Yo, this is BCW. This is BJ. I am one quarter of the coolest motherfuckers on the planet. And I am joined by. All right, your boy Quinn. And yeah, we got a lot to talk about today. So I'm going to kick it over to Steve. Thank you. Oh, you, you told him who I was, your number three, a.k.a. Mr. Tequila T. You know it's in the red cup. Holla at your boy. Number four, fourth quarter to a dollar. D Dynamite was good, y'all. All right, people. Now, we're doing something a little bit different today. Like, we usually do a recap of the shows, but we figured, hey, we're villains and vinyl. And I got to thank Tequila T for this idea where we're going to talk about, we're going to skip the review because if you watched it this past week, you know, there was some stuff going on. We might touch on a highlight or two. And matter of fact, before we get into our deep dive, let's let's talk about something that I think did happen last week that we all were waiting for and kind of seeing how they handled. Keith Lee, double champ, double champ. I yeah. Let's know. go! Let's, let's go. go! I need to know everybody's thoughts. Q, tell Ash. me what you're thinking. I am so proud of Black Oak. Like, 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 he just did it. Like, the funny thing was somebody hit him up on Twitter and was like, I'm glad you were getting it. Like, I'm glad you finally getting the push you deserve. And he was like, I don't get pushed. I'm the one doing the pushing. Have y'all seen me pound on somebody? So he earned this, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I got to say. Let's go! Let's go! 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 <laughs> I was hyped. Even when I knew it got spoiled, it didn't even spoil it for me. I was like, yo, I'm watching. Let's go, Keith Lee. I see they're slowing him down a little bit. He's starting to work more like a big guy, which I understand. But you know what? Doesn't matter. Let's go, Keith Lee. Let's go. Bask in his glory. Bask. Bask in it. Bask. I'm so happy. I really am. And I didn't think it was going to happen. Y'all know what I voted. (laughs) <laughs> but you know what's funny is honestly even though I thought Keith Lee in the back of my mind I was thinking it's WWE so they might do exactly what you were thinking D and just do a non-clean finish because that's what WWE likes to do so I'm actually a shot that they have a winner to be honest whoever would have won it would have been justified like nobody can sit here and say that of Cole win that he wouldn't have deserved it so I'm glad that he did win. So I'm about to ask you two quick questions before we get into our deep topic about this, because this is probably the biggest news to come out of last week as far as wrestling goes, is A, how do you think he will be his champion? And then B, what's next to Adam Cole? Q, I'm going to hand it over to you. Um, all right. I think, I think they're going to let Keith Lee kind of be himself a bit, because you, you see how they started losing up. Listening up, oh, like you know how some some wrestlers like want to take different directions with characters, or just kind of work with less script and stuff. I mean, I mean look at Bailey. Like, like, yeah, she's doing a killer job with it. Like, like, what her heel turn on? So yeah, they're gonna they're gonna let me sell it. And like, I mean, I think it's gonna work because you see how it's working for the group. So so yeah, I think that's gonna be a direction. But, uh, 
Wait a minute, bro. You sounding like a Kanye West song with all yeah, the yeah, back. Your auto tune is <laughs> off the chain. You know. T Pain is impressed. Yeah, you know. So while you do that, hold on. I'm gonna skip over you, bro. I'm gonna come back to you, but I'm gonna throw it to Tequila T while he's working on it. Can you hear me? Yes. So how do you think his reign is gonna be? Keith Lee's, and then what do you think this does for Adam Cole, or what do you think happens to Adam Cole next? Adam Cole's moving up. We all know that, more than likely. I honestly think, which I told D this earlier, with the post that he put today about um, he's going to main event with Djokovic one day at WrestleMania, I didn't see the pick of Djokovic holding him with the two belts. We didn't see Djokovic in like what, a month, month and a half, two? And he's, since he's supposed to been calling up, I'm thinking they're going to have one more match in NXT. He's going to be your North American championship. And then he moves on to Killer Cross or Carrion Cross. I'm sorry. Um, honestly, I see a short reign for uh, Keith Lee. As much as I'm happy he won, it's going to be a short one because he did what he needed to do. He's, He's kind of hot, and if the ratings on Raw and SmackDown continue to be what they are, they'll bring him up. Okay, interesting. So you think a short? So you think both him and Adam Cole end up on the main roster by the end of the year? I do. I mean, because with the Velveteen Dream situation, if he was supposed to come up. Uh, like I said, the whole we haven't seen Djokovic yet, but he was called up. They easily move him back down. And Keith Lee is hot. Even you look at the Royal Rumble, um, his situation with Brock. Main roster folks, a lot of them don't know him, but he will make it. Auto tune. Yeah, I hear it too. Is it like coming from like the other mic? Like it's one of the other mics on or? Like, I just want to sing some Kanye shit while y'all talking. Hey, Quinn, try going in the other room real quick. See if it's different. Because, yeah, this is the only mic that's hooked up. And that's I'm checking my microphones now. It's the Yeti. And I took, I poured all the game down. Wait, man, the people don't want to hear about the sound issues. People don't want to hear about that. <laughs> Dude, oh, I figured you're going to figure you gonna, nah, 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 no, I want to hear about the sound no, issues. No, I figured you're going to finish. I figured we was going to fix this and run it back. My fault. <laughs> shit. Nah, okay, we, we letting it run. That's what we do. We honest around here. D, you can hear me okay. now, though, better, can't you? Yeah. Go ahead, D. Tell us what you think. Uh, so I'm very happy with the title and I said, I think it will be a pretty lengthy one. Um, maybe not as double champion, uh, but I think he'll hold the NXT world title for a while. Uh, I think he'll be there through the end of the year for sure. Uh, now Adam Cole, I do think is going to be getting a call up here shortly. Uh, so I look for him to finish up whatever they're doing with the Roddy Strong situation. Because I don't see Roddy coming. Just him and the tag team. Yeah, I think we see that. them like right after SummerSlam. Okay. I also agree with you, Dean, that I think it's going to be a, a longer reign than I think T does. Only because I don't think there's – he's their last marquee guy left, Right. If they kind of if they call up Adam, which I think we're all in agreement, that's probably coming before the end of the year. Then he's kind of like their biggest star left on the brand. 
And I don't think, while I think Karrion Cross is definitely a dope wrestler, and I think that's probably who he'll drop the belt to because he'll probably want a heel champion. But I think that the talent there is good. I think he is a ratings attraction, and he's one of the very few in NXT. So, Big same. And I think when you do finally call him up, I think it needs to be in a post-WrestleMania program, me personally. Um, so I think it'll be a long reign. I think Adam Cole, that's the interesting one. I think he's going to stick around NXT for a while, but I think he'll be called up before the end of the year. So I don't think it, I think you'll see him on NXT again, <sighs> probably wrestle a couple more matches, maybe even a rematch. Actually, say, what I, about a return match? Yeah, I can see a rematch against Keith Lee. Um, and then we'll see where it goes. I actually could see, I actually, in a twisted scenario, could see their match being on SummerSlam. So mm. I can see it. I can see it because I think, yeah, because I think that's a match that could be a big four. There's very few NXT matches that I think a big four. I think that's one that's big four. So. Yeah. Yeah, but those guys have been groomed to be like main eventers, like even for mm-hmm. NXT. So I think they'll be able to perform well with it. Yeah. You know? Oh no, I think yeah, I think yeah. so. I think I think Keith Lee will be longer than we think, only because he's the only big star left. And I think those, and while they do like to build the brand, I think you do need that. I need you need a steady hand at the lead to kind of carry it. And then I see maybe in the next year he'll be up. So I can see within the next year both of them will be him and Adam Cole on the main roster. But for right now, I think Adam Cole before the end of the year, Keith Lee probably around this time next year. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, Keith Lee won't hit main roster until deep into 2021. Yeah. Yeah. But he's going to be – I think he'll be the world champion through at least half of 2021. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, NXT typically does long reigns, so I don't think he'll have that North American title much, much longer. Oh, yeah, I think he drops it, like, next person uh, is probably going to get it, which will be interesting to see who they pick. Yeah. Because we're all picking Karrion Cross to be going after the world title. What if they want him to go after the North American title? Ready? Which I get why I don't know why he would do, but I could see how they could book around that. Well, they would want they would want to have him. They would want to have him with like a title, not the the main title, just to see how he handles it. You know, like how how like he plays it out because because I know creative definitely probably wants to keep what he has going, but you don't want to run into the fiend situation or where you strap you gave him the strap and then people are like, why does he have the belt? Oh, he lost it. Shit. Well, what does this do for his character? See, honestly, part of my brain right now is that Keith Lee will get a rematch with Adam Cole. Uh, Karrion Cross will show that he's still interested in Adam Cole and not interested in Keith Lee yet. And I think Keith Lee's going to lose that North American title to Cameron Grimes. Mm. Oh. Because I think he'll be fun and obnoxious holding a title. Yeah, that's true. And it is kind of your workhorse title, too, in a way. Mm. So, I can see that. All right. Any other thoughts about that big title change last week? You know, props to the double champ, double champ, Keith Lee. 
There was no interference from Undisputed. Nope. Yeah, it was a really good match. Like, it was a really good match. I highly recommend, if you haven't seen it, to go watch it, even knowing the outcome. It was really good. Yeah. And it shows you that, you know, which is the most infuriating thing about WWE is that when they want to make a good match, they can do it. Yep. But they, like, they can do it in space. If they just want to have a whole card of, like, three uh, three to five-star classic or three to four and five-star matches, they could do it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, Not even inconvenience Wouldn't yeah. even be difficult <laughs> They can do it Any given Raw or Smackdown they feel like Yeah On any show That's any why show. it makes me mad any that's, why, yeah, that's why it makes me mad with them They could draw they names have, out of a hat if they wanted to Like we said The talent that is not on TV Is insane So that's the part that kind of makes me mad As usual as I do every week I like to say Where's Bianca Belair? We miss you. We want to see you on TV. Come back, Bree. Come back. Come back. That's all I'm going to say. I know it's not on you. WWE, smart and fuck up. Especially in a division that's kind of weak, if we're going to be real. Bring back Bianca Belair. All right. Respect this woman. So, let's get into it, man. We're going to talk about, this is coming from our homeboy, Tequila T. So, I'm going to shut up again, because Tequila T, you've been... Coming up with the topics, bro. You introduce this topic. I'm a chill. Damn, yeah, just put it on me. Ain't doing nothing special. It's, it's the killer that come up with the topics, not me. It's the killer. Um, no, it's not even really a topic. But be real. When I first started watching wrestling, like I was one of those folks that I don't even know how. I can't even tell you if I remember the matches. But we, I, I feel like I was already instilled. I already knew who the Ultimate Warrior was. Hulk Hogan, Papa Shango. All these folks, but when I remember actually really starting to watch wrestling on TV, it might have been Superstar on Saturdays because I didn't have cable yet. But one of the first teams I saw, tag teams, was Men on a Mission, and this was Big Viscera before he was King Mabel. He was just Mabel. It was Mabel and Mo, and they had a hype man or valet or a manager, whatever's that. He was Oscar, and these cats came out rapping. And like cross color colors, leather tights. But that made me think, yo, how long has hip hop, because we are a hip hop podcast, how long has hip hop and um, wrestling been intertwined? Because, you know, anywhere from, we, I don't want to, you know, just start taking everybody else's things, but some of the themes of Mark Henry, John Cena, you know. There's a hip-hop element to it. Rappers right now, there are a lot of rappers that love hip-hop as well. You know, Wale is a big WWE fan to the point they've had him on TV. Um, if you any folks know that listen to us know that we love Griselda. So West Side Gun, if you ever listen to him, these throw so many wrestling punchlines. A lot of the titles of his songs, if you don't watch wrestling, wouldn't get it. They're actually the finishing moves, actually wrestlers or, you know, so I wanted to, you know, talk to y'all or get y'all memories of, let's talk about this. Is there a love connection with hip-hop and wrestling? Or let's talk about the hip-hop that's in wrestling. Is it is it represented right? Is, you know, is it hip-hop as black culture? What is it? There is something between there, because I got my examples. What y'all think? No, y'all is hip-hop, rep- I'm going to start you off right now. Is hip-hop represented well in wrestling? Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> Yo, guess what? CJ, is anything rest represented well in wrestling? 
But that's my point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly my point. Like, yeah, I just want to, I want to talk about you know hip hop and wrestling. Let's see where we go with this. No, 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 we gonna start right here. I, I want to know. Does go anybody ahead. disagree with me though? I disagree be... with you. Nah. <laughs> I just want to know because you might be like, nah, they show hip hop well. Like, no, mm-hmm. no. Uh, so then, okay, then let me they get, start. They give you, they give you Wale. <laughs> like I said, did they give us Wale? Yeah. It's like a pre. It's like, come on, man. So then, I'm gonna ask you then this: the opposite of what's your favorite hip hop and wrestling moment? What's the worst hip hop moment in wrestling? Oh, you know what? Even if I laugh and y'all can talk shit about me, once again, I know I'm gonna get canceled. It was the worst, and I ain't gonna say it was a hip hop moment, but uh, my first thought was. This my man walking around in them damn do rag saying, "What's up, my nigga?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yes, that's that's a good one. <laughs> that is a. <sighs> How you gonna get canceled for saying that? That's the truth. I mean, I mean, <laughs> and even Booker T going along because I know it was acting, and so Booker T behind them, you know, at the end of the, tell me he just didn't say that. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. I get the chuckle moment, but I was like, ugh. Oh, problematic. I, I, I got oh, I got another one to throw that. What? I got another one to throw on the fire for it. All right, so this is taking it back. 1999 WCW, the West Texas Rednecks and their <laughs> no limit soldiers. These mother oh, so they can't they drop two singles. Rap is crap. Like I I hate rap. Uh, 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 good old boys, and they were a legit stable against the No Limit All Stars. Like, wow, wow! So, I yeah. remember that Master P. Just, just saying, they ain't been bad. They've been bad at hip hop, but hip hop's using them just as much too. Well, not as much, but that was funny. Master P showed up on um, WCW, and that's when it was getting everybody anyway. Yeah. yeah, that's around the time everybody was champion. Like, like Dennis Rodman. <laughs> yeah, like everybody was champion. Yeah. But it was funny. I mean, I, just, I do remember they had um I don't remember the wrestlers. I just remember they were swole. Uh, they were uh, big uh, as hell, weren't they? Oh, no, I remember the wrestlers. They were big as hell. Because they had it was a BA, uh Chase Tatum. Uh Conan was in the group at one point. Uh you remember Ray Mysterio because they did the filthy animals after that. The filthy animals, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ahmed Johnson, you ain't fooling nobody. Big T? Whoa. No, they called him Swole. And then they had four by four. So hold up. So Ahmed Johnson was in that group as Swole first and then came back as Harlem Heat, Big T? Yeah. They, they like, huh? I could have sworn that was him. You going to make me watch that again? Because I know he definitely came to WCW. No, 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 no. That might have been, uh, been Randy Thornton. Like, uh, he, because, yeah, he used to play. Yeah, no, he like yeah, he played uh, college ball. Yeah, like, big T. Yeah, Ahmed Johnson became big T and was in the new Harlem Heat. When, yeah, um, I do remember that. I was like, I don't know about the, if Swole was him. It does sound familiar though. Yeah, I remember you right. Them new element also they were big. I just remember the two big motherfuckers. I don't even think they could wrestle, but they were big as hell. 
Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Randy Thornton kind of looked like Iron Man Johnson. <laughs> so that's your moment. What about you, D? What's your worst hip hop moment in wrestling? Uh, too cool. I knew oh, it. I'm glad God said damn it. it. <laughs> you took it from me. You took it. You took I was it. trying to get away from that one, but I knew it was going to come up. It was gross and I didn't like it. Which, which too cool, though? Pre. <laughs> Pre Rakishi? Pre Rakishi. <laughs> We're all nuanced here. Come on, D. <laughs> oh, I got to. I, I allow. Rakishi too cool to exist because <laughs> they kind of became more of caricatures of themselves by that point. Oh, you so ain't heard it wasn't as terrible. Oh, you ain't heard Rakishi his uh, man. I mean, you ain't heard his uh, hit single "Put a Little Ass on It." Oh yeah, man! It is it is true Rakishi R and B. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, this is, that's real too, is it? I'm going to ruin your day by letting you hear this later. Oh, God. Thanks for that. <laughs> Thanks, CJ. Okay. Well, well, since y'all took that, oh, man, God damn you, D. I have another one. I'm going to say Macho Man Hulk Hogan this. It's one of the funniest. No, don't get me wrong. <laughs> it is hilarious. But the fact that this man... And he was serious. This is the part that, like, because usually yeah. when people put out like trash hip hop, you could tell they're just kind of having fun, just kind of playing with it. Like, they don't think they're actually rappers. Macho Man thought he was a lyricist out here in these streets. DJ. And God bless his soul, RIP, all of that to him, because he's a legend. But he should never. And I mean, Ever. Ever. <laughs> co-sign for my 106 in Park. Damn, Quinn, you took it from me. Yes, they did. <laughs> BET would co-sign anything when you give them a paycheck, fam. That's no. true. He is owned by That's white true. people. What are we talking about? <laughs> I remember walking out like, oh, this is the end of 106 in Park for me. I love wrestling. Thank you, Watcher Man. And I didn't watch it like that consistently. I'm like, yep. Yep. That's it. Like, we're done watch- here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know what, Eric? Was it better than John Cena's CD? No, here's the thing. Not, yeah, he put a whole CD out. It wasn't just a disc. Macho Man put a whole album out. <laughs> yeah, that Macho Man album, nah. I mean, it, it, it's got like two bangers on it, but that's about it. Bangers? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even, <laughs> anyway, uh, I wouldn't even know. The blasphemy. Because <laughs> here's the thing. John Cena wrapped over Ninth Wonder production while we playing. He did. Yeah. So he I, did. Not, I was going to say, I was like, I ain't even going to say her act like John Cena CD didn't smack a little bit now. It, it <laughs> no, I, I, know like, I know what CJ talking about. He's talking about that track with Murs and John Cena, though. Yeah. That, that shocked me because I didn't even know that. Like, I saw that late. I knew John Cena. I already knew John Cena had been rapping ahead of the album. I didn't see that video. Yeah. Also, I just like, came on random. Like, yep. What? Like the, the <laughs> one thing I will say about John Cena is you gotta respect that he really did go out there and put out a hip hop album. Like he did that. Like he really did it though. Like it wasn't a parody. He he really put that junk together. Like <laughs> yeah, here's the funny part. You can tell he actually I'm not saying he's skilled. I'm not saying he's skilled. There's two different conversations we're about to have. But I could tell he appreciated hip hop at that yeah. time. Yeah. Like yeah, I, yeah. you get you get at least sense it. I'm not saying he was good at it, but let's be real. 
if any of us had the opportunity to put out a rap album giving our love for hip hop, we would at least give it a shot. Oh yeah. 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 We give it a shot. I'm not saying it'd be good, but I give it a shot. Speak for yourself. <laughs> huh? Speak for yourself. All right, fine, tequila tea. <laughs> tequila That's tea. Fine. That's fine. You can put out your classic, but for some of my, my shit be a banger now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my shit will be auto tuned up. Like yeah. we about to get with this south, southern trap shit real quick. Oh, yeah. oh, have, oh, it would be very overproduced, but it would be a banger. <laughs> uh, I'm about to have all to- types of melodies on right. that ghost right. I'm ready to go. Like. <laughs> I don't know, y'all fools. Y'all fools need to go with just one thing. I'm going all grimy with the best artists. Like that would be mine right there. Or I might do DJ Khaled while I just talk in the beginning and let all the dope ass artists rap. So then, all right. So now, could we <laughs> get on track? We, 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 we getting right. on track. You know, villains and vinyl album coming 2021. Anyway, <laughs> we get on track. Say, CJ, don't you already do that? So that was your worst. So now I'm gonna ask you the exact opposite. What was your favorite? Hip-hop oh. and wrestling moment. Oh, you right. go first, Quinn. Yeah, yeah. No, I got this one. Mine was, was uh, uh, Run DMC, like that time where W, like uh, WWEF at the time, they did a uh, album back in '99 as well, which compared to what WCW was doing. Mm. And it, I think it was a roof, like a uh, ruthless aggression, or something like that. It was one of them, and they had a couple tracks on it. That was the same album that had the Run DMC and DX like a uh, like theme, but they had a Razkaz like a mystical Triple H like theme that predated his current theme. And yeah, man, it, it was a dope album because they had all sorts of like stuff, like stuff on that. They had a uh, Redman did Mick Foley's theme. So yeah, man. I seriously, I played the hell out of that CD. <laughs> okay, tee you up. I got a lot, so I ain't gonna say this is my favorite, but this just popped in my head. WWE Hall of Famer Snoop Dogg, <laughs> the spear to Chavo Guerrero. <laughs> Worst spear ever. <laughs> honestly, no, honestly. <laughs> R.I.P. Travel. I mean, honestly, I don't. I guess, like I said, it might be just the continuance of Snoop as they actually have a Hall of Famer from a hip hop legend that's in the WWE Hall of Fame. I mean, like I said, I have a lot, but since I'm going with that topic, I joke about it, but he's. How many times Snoop showed up? done something for them and even you know mm-hmm. it was kind of dope when even Sasha Banks came out when they do you know they give every every year somebody has a live band or somebody do something for them at WrestleMania and yeah, even if, yeah for Snoop to come out and do it and even though I'm be real I say it it was hype as hell and it was hot as hell I don't know if it was Snoop or the woman singer it was a little off but it was still dope experience and so, like, to see Snoop, of all people who was a legend of hip-hop, also be a WWE Hall of Famer because of these moments where we laugh at his spear and not <laughs> looking like, you know, fresh off a baby boy and a wife beater ready to fight. <laughs> you know, that's going to be my, for right now, that is my um, high spot for WWE hip-hop. Now, I ain't even talking about beat. We're getting at it later, like, how rappers have sampled it, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really do got two, and for me, they are a toss-up. They're really hard. For me, my favorite 
Uh, but the one I'll go with, just in case not to steal nothing. Uh, someone asked earlier, what did Wale do when he was in wrestling? Well, he just hosted one of the funnest segments ever, which was the freestyle battle between the New Day and the Uso. I'm glad they instilled oh, that from Oh, yeah, you. that was a good one. That was actually I'm glad a good I, one. Because I was yeah. thinking about that, D. I'm glad they instilled that from me. That was definitely a good one. Oh, that junk was hilarious. <laughs> Wale's deep into it because he, he's got a Wale mania that he does. And D, were you around when I told uh, T about that uh, collaboration with uh, uh, this artist, Megaran? Like yeah. And they were doing a theme for Kofi like that was going to be his uh, WrestleMania theme when he won the title. And oh. it was it would have been a dope entrance, and like yeah, so Wale he in there, yeah. And shout out to Mega Rand too. We used to actually saw him at 2018 BlurredCon performing, and I've checked him out on Instagram. He's definitely a hard WWE guy. He actually had some work in um Ring of Honor too. He, he does, the, and then you just tell me he did everything for AEW wrestler. Yeah. So yeah, shout out to Mega Rand. But D, keep on going on this on um, battle you was talking about. Oh yeah, but uh. They ain't pull no punches neither. Uh, so if you if you haven't seen it, I do recommend going on YouTube and catching it because it's on there. Even WWE Network probably got it. It's like four minutes. It's hilarious. Oh, oh, that's right after the um page situation. The yeah, Usos they touched on the page situation yeah. so on TV. They yeah. touched on DUIs on TV. Yo, <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they wasn't playing with each other. And Wale was just a geeking over there. Good wrestling geek. Okay. Well, I'm going to go a little different. I'm going to go to the greatest hip-hop theme song of all time, in my personal opinion. No, it's not DX with Run DMC. It is, as a Southern kid, 3-6 Mafia. I know you I know oh, yeah. you're saying with Mark Henry. I knew it. Somebody's going to get it. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> That's not. Everybody Somebody going to get the wigs. <laughs> I, I believe that shit when I saw Mark Henry. Oh, <laughs> and that was the funny part. This is him, you know, after dating Mae Young, being sexual chocolate. And because it led him into his Hall of Pain run, which oh, man. with the, the title, which is one of Mark Henry. Which is an underrated run. Bro, I don't think Mark Henry let me. I think he walked into the writer's room and was like, I'm going to kill all y'all. Okay, that's your new gimmick. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I was asked, do you think that gimmick helped? I mean, not the gimmick. That theme helped him get him over? Absolutely. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Because what it did, it was it made you forget about all the other bullshit that Mark Henry was in, yes. none of his own, like, it, it it made you remember, like, no, Mark Henry can fuck somebody up if he you really remember, wanted to. We didn't hear that gimmick until after the heel turn. He was yeah. still using the sexual chocolate music, so just the transition, whew. Yeah, like, because Mark Henry, he got, to, like, he got so much, like, you know, power through that gimmick. That yeah, he made them because he thought it was racist. He made them drop the uh, silverback like a uh, name. So yeah, Mark Henry, no, that was a good run for Mark Henry. And I'm gonna give you the Jordan. second, my second favorite one. It's gonna be an old one, I know, but I'm just I gotta give it to you. I gotta give it to you. It is C Murder 
with the oh. wolf pack theme that a lot of people forget about. Because here's about. the thing. If you were an NWO fan, it was not enough just to be an NWO fan. You had to have your favorite subset of NWO. And mine was always the Wolfpack. I was Wolfpack too, son. You know, yeah, fuck yeah, NC yeah. State, but mine was the Wolfpack. I really want to know. <laughs> I really want to know the NC State even think about making money off that wolf. Like, yo, hold up, y'all. Hold up, y'all, for real. Because I even remember when they was in, they were actually in North Carolina. I think it was in Raleigh when they were actually the Wolfpack. And I was like, yo, for real? Hold up. And she say, please tell me y'all have a license or something with them to make money because y'all gonna be making money for years off of this. Wait. I would have NC State Wolfpack shirts anyway. I'm sorry, now you're off topic. That no, 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 you're fine. Go ahead. But no, I was gonna say that. And then, but yeah, going back to my favorite, definitely Three Six Mafia, because of what it did for a character to me. Like yeah. I think John Cena's theme song is cool. Like I ain't gonna try to act like it wasn't because we can't act like John Cena didn't come in the game cool. We got corny over time, but he came in the game cool. But what Three Six Mafia made you remember about Mark Henry to me is you can make an argument that that song is one of the reasons why he's a Hall of Famer. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. without that Hall of Pain run, I don't know if he is a Hall of Famer. And he's I don't not. know without that song if the Hall of Pain run even kicks off the way it does. So, without the Hall of Pain run, he's not even a champion. But yeah. is he still a Hall of Famer, though? Not to me. What, what did he Fair? do? Fair. Fair. But you know, you know, you get in the Hall of Fame, you just got to be in the WWE for like longer than six years on TV. That's, I mean, that is true. So <laughs> he's a U.S. Olympian. He that don't got nothing to do with WWE. He, he joined. He joined the nation. But the WWE so. would introduce he, no, no. him. No, no, he would get in with the national domination because I do believe there will be a Hall of Fame group one day. That's true. That's yeah. true. That's, what, That's it, what I was getting at. That's what I, I don't was think Mark at. Henry would. Have <laughs> oh, you mean as a solo act? Yeah. yeah. Hey, he had a hand. He's the father of a hand. Whatever. Somebody gonna get the ass with to talk about. Don't talk about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. We keep we keep bringing this up. Like you know, Mark Henry gonna show up. So I ain't fucking around with that. Brock, I'm sorry, Mark Henry, bruh. We ain't talking shit about you at all ever in life. <laughs> Oh, no, never. Never about Mark Henry, about the people who booked Mark Henry. Never yeah. about Mark Henry. Oh, yeah, about, about them all day. Yeah, but never Mark Henry. Oh, God, no. You're trying to get killed. You're trying to get murdered. No, I'm, only talking shit to, I'm only talking shit to Mark Henry if it's about sports and I'm, like, eight feet away because I know I have you a good distance run. Just, hey, you still you know, might catch your ass. Last time I saw you race, you pulled the hamstring. He'll throw another person. Oh, 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 no, you didn't, CJ. Oh, you put me out there like that? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You can talk shit eight feet Ooh. away from a, from a motherfucker like that if you want to. And, and side note, this really funny story. I, I, I saw the um, Broken Skulls podcast when he was kind of like one of the funniest things on Mark. This is a spoiler alert is when he talks to um, Stone Cold about how he wanted to leave to pursue bodybuilding. And Vince pretty much told him, like, either you're going to be the strongest man or we don't have a place for you here. Like, <laughs> like, like either, because I, I don't have anything for the second strongest man in the world. I can't do anything with that. So, <laughs> if you do this, you have to win. <laughs> like, yeah, pretty much put that, like, yo, you either do this or you have to win. So I just thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, that was dope. <laughs> So, all right, Dan, so let's back to hip-hop and wrestling. Uh, I will say uh, another moment that I, I really did enjoy that was really quiet 
uh, I want to say it was at WrestleMania uh, after Shinsuke Nakamura won the Royal Rumble. He came up with a live violinist for his theme. That violinist actually does hip-hop violin. Um, He's actually really good. I checked out some of his stuff after that. I forget his name. Uh, I'll find it before the end of this. Okay. Or we'll put it up uh, on the gram and all that stuff. Uh, But he's definitely worth checking out. But if you don't remember that entrance, like – for one, Shinsuke well, should have never is. lost. No, no, he no, should have never lost. He had one of the, he has one of those entrances, similar to like uh, Rick Rude or Robert Rude. Like the entrance alone, you just you got to pay attention. It's, yeah, it's just too big. It's too big. It's, it's like the cooler version of Finn Balor's. Like it's not a hip hop entrance, but not trying to be funny. Not trying to be funny, honestly. He's already in the past and he's older. So I don't see WWE ever doing anything with him. Oh, yes. Yeah, honestly, right. honestly, if they get, if when his comeback, when the live crowd, if they gave Bobby Roode a surprise, his glorious original, his NXT, like all of a sudden lights come out and you just heard glorious and you saw choir, I bet you the crowd will go crazy. Yeah. That's off the entrance. Yeah. And I, that's also to the testament what you're going back to Mark Henry. I do believe that sometimes a great thing can get you further. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, realistically, uh, Naomi got a huge push off of her theme. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Her entrance is dope. So then, all right, so then last thing as we wrap up this hip-hop and wrestling episode is what do you think is the future? Do you think hip-hop and wrestling will continue to co-mingle, particularly as hip-hop becomes more let me put it this way, less defined, right? It's, it, it's, it's becoming pretty much boundless or genreless as far as the use of melodies and all of that. There's some traditional stuff like Griselda that me, everybody here still fuck with. But do you think hip-hop and wrestling will continue to be, have a, a I would say, a mutually beneficial relationship? As long as um, Westside Gun is still popping and still, like I said, I know you said we talk about Griselda, but he named a song Claiborne Kick. People probably don't know, like, what the hell? What does that mean? We knew what that meant. They probably thought he was talking <laughs> about the drum. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. But either way, I mean, it's going to. I mean, it's, it's been going together for a while. So I wanted to talk about even from a hip-hop standpoint, like, we talk about how these themes, you know, how the great themes make us feel. How about when these great themes are actually getting sampled by artists? I mean, it's been going on. Like, Goldust has one of the greatest themes ever, like you yeah, said. You so when Helter Skelter sampled that for their song, uh, The Incredible, look that up. That is hot. Goldberg, one of the hottest themes. Of that. Don't tell me you didn't get chills, even if it were piped in fans or not. Tell me you didn't get hyped when Goldberg come out. So when I heard that, uh, like when Goldberg came out, boy, you know what? Forget you too, D. I'm gonna spit. <laughs> Next time I see you, I'm gonna spit you, even with a damn pool side or whatever. I oh, no, no, that no. Goldberg spear. I'm gonna wipe that off. Oh no, 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 <laughs> T, you, T, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have, you gotta have somebody like chilling by the door. You gotta knock on the door once, and you gotta come out. Then you gotta hit that man with the spear. Like, don't get RKO'd now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Damian Marley and Nas got a song off their album called Confrontation. With that Goldberg, they added some. Yo, please, that track is so hype. It's it's been going on for a while, and even like I, our boy Wale, oh, I forgot the name, try the title track of that. But Wale samples Razor Ramon. Yeah. Like I'm saying, I think it's going to like, I think 
there's going to always from both sides be a relationship, whether it's just there are fan, there going to be people fans of both. Even when you're talking about Mega Rand, as you brought up, he has, you know, people know him as a, I guess, from the geek culture, geek rapper or no, no. But he also, they know him from WWE. Like when I say he was in Ring of Honor, he actually got to mix it up with uh, Bully Ray. Bubba Ray, if you don't know him from those names. Um, so I think, also think, I'm a realist, let's be real, WWE is the WWE. So they will always have a stereotype of hip hop of some sort in their play along. I mean, even with, you know, Street Profits are there now. Uh, primetime players, you know, different, you know, different tag teams, whatever. So, you know, that's my take. So, you know, just like I get on Q, I'm going to have to get on UT. You know, you talk straight out of turn. And you took off. <laughs> like, just like I get on Q when he do it, I got to get on you. Because <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> to be fair. Let him live. Why just right there. <laughs> I only try to hijack. It's just tequila no, tea, man. I, it's just it's funny. I'm just, I'm just fucking with tequila you. Tequila tea. Like, I brought the topic, man. I'm, 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 <laughs> just like how I get all of you. I told y'all I was excited about this topic. I'm sorry, man. I'm oh, sorry. but now I'm just playing with you. the center of attention. I'm like, take us home, then. <laughs> go ahead. Nah. Q, no, go, I'm ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Tell me what I'm feeling then, too. <laughs> But no, you're absolutely right, T. But nah, Q, what's going on? Tell me what your thoughts are. Uh, uh, well, I, I, I think it's going to stay there. Because, I mean, like we mentioned, you know, there is so much, like, a lot of these rappers, like, love about wrestling. I mean, from every cat comparing themselves to Ric Flair, their name and songs, like, like, like about Ric Flair. Or to have Ric Flair in your music video, like, Hip-hop and wrestling, that's always going to be a thing. Whether, you know, mainstream wrestling acknowledge it more, who knows. But more than likely, it still ain't going to stop a bunch of these cats from, like, you know, doing mixtapes called Randy Savage, which is a dope-ass mixtape, by the way. So, yeah, yeah listen to that Don trip. But, yeah, it's, it's always going to be a thing. It's, we'll, we'll see at this point, you know. Yeah, as long as they can make each other money, they're going to be fine. That's all you need to know. <laughs> That's about it. And then the other thing that is important, too, I think is as long as they're youth culture related, I think you'll see always see kind of a relationship between them. So, all right, man. That's kind of been our episode. Hold on. This is Tequila's Tea Topic. So, we're going to let yeah. him yeah, take us on home, bro. Calls us out, bro. Was the end of my bad. I won't try to take y'all topic from fault. No, I'm just <laughs> fucking with you, man. Go ahead. No, we are, yo. Thank y'all, yo. This was, like I said, this was the episode I really wanted to do because it's always been triggering. Plus, I really wanted y'all to go ahead and listen to Damian Marley's confrontation and then Helter Skelter Jump because really uh, those tracks are hot and hip hop, WWE, they do come in with hip hop's everywhere. Let's stop playing. And it's been everywhere. So we're here. Um, I'm number three from the Villains of Vinyls. Thank you for this opportunity. We out. Peace. 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 Peace.